Everybody in my building is crazy. Well, not literally crazy. My roommate isn't too bad. He just sleeps all the time. He sleeps like it's his job. Right now he's sleeping. Two hours ago he was sleeping. He'll be sleeping when I head out to go to my job. And he'll be sleeping when I get back. He sleeps all the fucking time. I don't know if you can call that crazy though. My plant is crazy. I got a suicidal ficus. It doesn't drink water. It's trying to dehydrate itself to death. If that's a real way to kill yourself. I water this thing and then the next morning all the water is still in the pot. I made a little water level gauge out of a popsicle stick, measured and marked it every quarter inch, stuck it in the bottom of the pot and added water. An hour later, no water level change, two hours, no change, the next morning, no change, two days later there was some change but I think that was just evaporation. I added more water right up to the top of the pot again, and no level change for most of the week. I eventually had to move the plant from the ledge in front of the window to the floor. I was concerned for his safety and feared that he might throw himself to the street below. I don't think he would throw himself to the floor, that's only about two and a half feet, serviable but messy. The four floors to the sidewalk outside the window is definitely an ender. A few years back there was a guy on the other side of the building in 404 that ended up going out the window from the fourth floor and he didn't make it, and he was a person, this is justify us. Well not justify us, but you get the idea. As for the guy a few years back that went out the window, nobody really knows what that was all about. But afterwards he was scooped up, carted off, and that was it. Some family members came in a few days later, took all his stuff. End of story. They mentioned no funeral, memorial, nothing. Strange. Building management thinks it was an accident, but I don't know. I got some thoughts on the roommate, Angle, but they're just thoughts. Because sometimes when you walked past their door you could hear yelling and shouting and pounding on the walls. Maybe those are just the sounds of life. Maybe if my roommate wasn't such a sleeper there would be more conflict. Wrong TV channel. Turn down the radio. How can you eat that? It looks and smells like shit. But I don't have those problems. My roommate is a sleeper. The only thing better than having a sleeper for a roommate is having no roommate at all. It's really the luck of the draw when it comes to these things. My last roommate was a pill. He was constantly no saying in my stuff, bugging the crap out of me. He would put in the CD, press play and just dance like it was Saturday night. And this is while I was watching TV or talking on the phone. A man can't stand for that kind of inconsiderate behavior and I let him know it, more than once. Eventually he left which made me happy and I think saddened none of my neighbors. Nobody spoke of him. One of those things that everybody is just glad he was gone. Shortly after he left I moved out of 404 to this side of the building, to where I am now with the sleeper. Maybe he'll leave soon too. 
That would be nice, but then again I may get another pill. The lady down the hall is crazy. She thinks she's a nurse. Every so often she brings me chicken soup. And she says it just like that chicken soup. It's cute. Sometimes she wants to take my temperature or check my blood pressure and I let her. I can only imagine that somewhere down the hall there is an imaginary room where she keeps an imaginary chart with all my blood pressures and temperatures. You have to wonder what someone would want with all that information. I sleep perfectly fine without knowing how hot or cold she is. As for my job, I am an artist, a painter, and am currently rediscovering some of the basics, working again with the primary colors and usually just using my fingers. I'll try to be modest here, but my work is quite fine. A crowd grows around me as I get into it, and as I continue, the pace can be fervent as I draw feedback from the crowd. Mr. Oblego 2, how do you feel about what you're drawing? Draw us a picture of Carl. He was my former Ashall roommate. What do you think about Stephen? He's the sleeper. Mr. Oblego 2, draw us a picture of your ficus. All of this can get me quite worked up, and as the mass of people swells, there's barely room to stand. Everybody is taking notes on my use of color, texture, contrast. I could probably charge money for the workshops, but an artist's job is not to make money, but to explore, push, enrich. I think for my next project, I am going to paint Stephen while he is sleeping. Not his portrait, mind you, but him, himself. I'll have to bring back some material from the studio. I could put a pink bunny nose on him, some whiskers, and some rabbit buck teeth. He's so innocent. Or maybe just a groucho mustache and black glasses. Oh, I got it. A big red nose, rosy cheeks, and a big smile. Clowns are the only thing that people can love and fear and laugh at and hate all at the same time. What my group of students could learn from that. I've never explored multimedia with them yet. I think I owe it to them. It must be time now to go to my job. The crazy nurse lady from down the hall has just come in. Mr. Oblego 2, what's the matter with your rubber ficus plant? It keeps filling up with water. Let me empty it out for you. Damn it, my ficus is fine. She is the one who is trying to kill my ficus. She has since returned with the mop and cleaned up the mess. Do you mind if we look out at the city? I say, it gives me such inspiration for my work. Well, all right, Mr. Oblego too, but we mustn't be late. I put my hand on her elbow. There is some commotion. Just a few moments after, the room is filling with people from down the hall. More commotion. Everybody is looking at the sidewalk below. She looks like the sleeper, placid, motionless, just lying there. She looks so innocent with red clown makeup all over her face. Well, time to go to work.